Welcome to our Spiritual Spotlight series, where we explore the vast and mysterious world of spirituality. Whether you're seeking guidance on your spiritual journey, interested in learning more about different spiritual practices and beliefs, or simply looking for inspiration to deepen your connection with the divine, then this is a show just for you. Join us as we delve into topics such as mindfulness, meditation, manifestation, energy healing, and much more. Our aim is to provide a safe and inclusive space for all listeners to explore their spirituality and connect with like-minded individuals. So grab a cup of tea, get comfortable, and let's journey together on the path of spiritual awakening. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our Spiritual Spotlight series. Today, I am joined by Melissa Griffin. She is an author. Her latest book is called Validation of a Healer. What you want, you should believe. I had to read that over again in my head. I was like, oh, I like that. What you want, you should believe. I totally agree with you. That is a quote by a Mayan Indian spirit. My Her book is about her spiritual journey from childhood to adulthood, where she experienced spiritual encounters, premonitions, and healing through mediumship. Thank you so much for being here today. I'm so happy to talk all about Thank validation you. of a healer. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for having me. So let's just jump right in. So okay. <laughs> your book, <laughs> Validation of a Healer, captures your profound spiritual journey from childhood to adulthood. Can maybe you share a pivotal moment or experience that ignited your path towards mediumship and spiritual healing and how it led to the creation of your book? One of the things that I, uh, one of the first experiences was, was when I was five years old, I picked up my parents, uh, frictional, uh, marriage with not understanding what was going on. Mm. And so, uh, one of the things that I, uh, one of the premonitions there was, was constant dreams, dreams I didn't understand as a child. Um, and I, you know, it just grew from there, uh, and it, it stemmed into premonitions of my father's death before he even uh, grew ill. Wow. And yes, and so it, it just kept growing and growing. And we had a very uh, an experience, my mother and I. And at the time, I was having some problems, personal problems, and I used to drive down to go visit her. Uh, and we would always go to the coast. So we decided to sit in the shoreline. I saw three rays of light at a distance. And uh, she observed the same thing, but we said nothing. We were enjoying the ocean. And it was just a great time with her. And so all of a sudden, I'm sitting in the shoreline. She's sitting to my left. And she, I look up and, you know, these these three lights that I was seeing at a distance, all of a sudden, merged into one line and only hit me. And she's sitting next to me observing this. I hear a voice, a female voice. I even get a chill even expressing this to you that everything was going to be okay. Well, I didn't say anything. You know, we stayed about another 10 minutes in the shoreline. And so we got in my car, we were driving to my mother's house and she asked me what happened back there. And I said, what do you mean? I saw those three rays of light hitting you and only you, I got no light on me. So I, I told her what happened. And so after that happened, the three rays of light disappeared and they went off into the ocean and they diminished. Yeah. So from there, she realized that she had a gifted child. Um, when things started happening um, with like, for example, my dad 
you know, before he grew ill, I was mm. telling her what was eventually going to happen. And it actually did happen. Wow. And so my brother was in a, uh, probably about a 13 year relationship. I was telling my mother one day in the kitchen that she was going to grow ill. And she looked at me, she says, she's young. Uh, there's no way. And, and she did. She ended up happy, uh, passing away. Uh, she ended up having leukemia. Oh my goodness. Yes. So those are the kinds of things that have happened to me. And fast forwarding, um, I just, I, I, I started picking up a lot of things mm-hmm. uh, just during the duration of, of my years into youth and into adult. And I started learning things and I ended up having a, um, a medical condition and I reached out to my ancestors. I had never done that. I had heard that that was a very powerful thing to do. And that's what I did. And my great, great grandfather came forward. He has been with me ever since. So he is uh, teaching me or he's taught me some things from what he has experienced. He was a shaman in his time. So I've actually had my mother experience his presence, my husband. And I just had another interview a couple of weeks ago, and the gentleman experienced my grandfather giving him a cleansing spiritually. He was taken back by that. So at this time, I'm learning. And so I decided to just try and see, maybe have another input at that point. And that's where I, I decided to go ahead and write this book. She encouraged me and um, the famous psychic. Mm-hmm. And from here on out, I decided to open a business, help people and share my experiences because I feel that it will help people who have experienced similar experiences like ghosts. Mm-hmm. I've experienced that. I've actually learned how to cross them over to the light. And those are some of the experiences that are mentioned in the book. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, there's been some family uh, tr- problems, uh, spiritually speaking. Mm-hmm. So I, I've been able to help them out. Oh, that's amazing. So yes. let's talk about the guidance that you received from the famous psychic. They, um, she played a significant role in unraveling your spiritual experiences into valuable lessons. How did this mem- mentorship shift your perspective on your own gifts and the purpose of sharing them with the world through your book and now through your work? What it was a lot of it had to do with she inspired me to write this book. Uh, I had no plans to do that. I was just told, I need for you to write down all these experiences that you've had, anything, just write it all down. We're going to analyze it together. And so she realized that there, there is a lot here to share with the world and to help heal those who have experienced for example, ghost hauntings, mm-hmm. uh, spiritual attachment. I've had experience with that as well. And so I explained to her that, um, and she told me uh, to continue working with my grandfather and don't uh, stop the legacy there, continue on his legacy and share with the world what mm-hmm. he has to say. He's very knowledgeable. Absolutely. And so that that's where I, I'm at at this point. Yeah. So with your book, like you said, it explores spiritual encounters, premonitions, and healing through mediumship. Can you maybe give us us a glimpse of one impactful experience that's helped shape your understanding on the spiritual realm in your role as a healer? 
One of the most significant examples I have is my, I have a sister-in-law and uh, her mother or her uncle passed away and her mom just withdrew from everything, family, friends. She wasn't answering the phone. She wasn't eating. And my sister-in-law's sister ended up calling me one day and she said, I re- really need your help. And I said, well, okay, what, what's going on? And, and so she mentioned that her uncle had passed away. And uh, I said, okay, all she gave me was his name. I had never met the gentleman. And uh, I said, okay, I will talk to him and see if there's something that I can uh, perhaps help in healing your mom. So I reached out to him. He, show, he shows me what ends up happening to him. He was in a shootout uh, at his home and he, it was fatal for him. And I said, well, is there anything that you want me to share with your sister? Mm-hmm. He said, yes. I said, okay. Cause she's having a really difficult time. He said, oh, yes. And then he shared with me something that they used to share with each other as kids. So I was writing everything down. He wasn't a, the type of person that was very talkative. Again, I've never met him. I just wrote down whatever he asked me to do, and I wrote it down, and then I called my sister-in-law's sister and said, okay, here's what he said, and here's what happened. And then uh, about a month later, uh, we're at a Christmas gathering, and my sister-in-law's mom is there. She hugs me, and she said, no one ever knew that conversation my brother had. That was a conversation we had as kids. Not even my kids, my husband, nobody knew about that, and that helped me move on with life. And I know that he's will always be there with me. And I assured her that he would. That is, And that right there yeah. is profound. Yes. Very profound and very cathartic for her to hear that. And like you said, you, you were able to kind of release her to be able to move forward, Like you're never yes. alone in that. No, you could move forward. Yes. And it, it, it was a healing moment for yeah. her. And because they were deeply concerned, she just apparently had stopped eating uh, and she was just very, a a lot of pain and understandably, I mean, it was her brother. Of course. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yes. And it also sounds like a traumatic event. Yes. I mean, that's absolutely sounds very like, oh my goodness, that's wow. And amazing that you were able to be a conduit for healing for her like that. Yes. That's amazing. Yes. So Thank the you. quote that I said in the beginning was what you want, you should be by a Mayan Indian spirit is thought provoking. How does this quote resonate with your spiritual journey and how has it guided you in your role as a healer and a mentor? It has guided me uh, tremendously because I had an Indian come forward. Uh, I had never gone to a shamanism group before mm-hmm. And they do, it goes through, they go through like a drumming stage and meditative stage. And so first meditation, they stage the group around us, we relax, and then they start drumming. Well, while everybody was with their eyes closed, I had my eyes closed and this, I saw this Indian dressed in white with all these feathers and I opened my eyes and I thought, okay, what is going on? What is this? It was my first time that I had journeyed. It's called journeying. Indians do that. And so um, I closed my eyes. They started journeying. And uh, of course, the shaman said, we're going to do this. He instructed us because a lot of us, you know, it's a standard thing for him to explain the process. Mm -hmm. So I ended up journeying and we did discuss initially what, why we were there. I was there to see my dad. 
my dad had already passed away. Mm-hmm. And so, and I did, I did. I felt like I was traveling right above the ocean. There was a full moon. I arrived on a cliff and I saw that same Indian where I was meditating. And he comes over to me and he said, what you want, you should believe. And I had heard an, I, an eagle right, right above me. At that time, I looked and my dad was there. So I ran to him and I embraced him and he was dressed in white and we were talking and having a great time. And then before I knew it, uh, it was time to return. (laughs) So at that point, I knew that there was something significant with that, that I Mm. was had an an Indian, uh, I don't know, a spirit, spiritual guide. Yeah. And we went into this discussion around the circle and I explained to the shaman, this is what happened to me. This isn't the first time that I've been in your class. Yeah. And he said, it sounds like there's some Indian. Do you have Indian in the family? And I said, yes, Mayan. He said, there's a good chance that that's a spirit guide within the family. Oh, that's perfect. So let's talk about that. So your spiritual work involves collaborating with angels and Mayan ancestors. So yes. how do these spirituals entities influence your approach to healing and mentorship and how have they contributed to the unique energy and perspective you bring to your clients and your students and even to your own healing? It sounds like. Yes. Well, it depends on the situation, on the problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, I make the determination based my, on my intuition on mm-hmm. what kind of healing uh, the person is needing at that mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. I will use uh, my techniques and what that is, is uh, we use a what is called a holy stick. Uh, and so there are uh, holy herbs that I have purchased that we use for healing. That's and cool. So, yes. And so or I'll use sage. Mm-hmm. Uh, but typically uh, we use what is called a Mayan stick. Mm-hmm. And we just lit, light it and we start from the crown of the person and we, we do some healing. Now, again, it all depends what kind of healing work the person needs. Now, are they in person or can you do this remotely? I can do both. Okay. I've actually, I have done uh, remote healing before. Yeah. Now, do you, so you, like you said, you, you open up your intuition, you connect with the person and you're able to bring in exactly what they need. And then you yes. can, I've never heard that. I'm sorry, the healing stick. I've never heard that before. That's interesting. And so you yes. infuse that is it like a standard thing that you always use or do you infuse different herbs into it depending on the client? It depends. Okay. It depends on the situation. Uh, I use my intuition on okay. what the person is needing. I, I didn't know that what I was doing was remote viewing. Oh. I can actually do that as well. Okay. And so a lot of, again, my abilities stem from uh, my end descent. Mm-hmm. And uh, in my book, it's mentioned by the famous psychic that I'm from a past life. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, more of a grandmotherly type to my grandfather. And so that's why we work very well together. He has arrived spiritually speaking, mm-hmm. if I ask him to assist in uh, healing. And his method of healing, he will sing in Mayan. And I didn't know that they, that's what they did until I asked my mom, because I was explaining to her the things that he was teaching me. And she said, yes, they do sing in Mayan as part of the healing. And yes, they do use the Holy, Holy stick for that. Wow. That's interesting. So now that you've discovered this past life, have you merged that aspect of that past life within your soul for now? 
Like, have you brought her forward to be able to open up more of your abilities and your talents? It's it's instilled in me. I am part of her. So we work very well together, my my grandfather and I. Mm -hmm. Uh, So uh, we've actually done uh, remote healing. He will arrive spiritually and I can actually do that as well. It's kind of difficult to explain how I can do that. But we've actually gone and done healing work, and I've actually got feedback from one person who has said that, yes, I did feel something behind my neck, and my mm-hmm. grandfathers will sometimes use herbs to do some healing. What kind of healings? Like if, if when a client's coming to you, okay. like what usually like do you have like a kind of a typical like they're like because I know that you work with, gifted students to help them along their journey to become more attuned to their gifts. You do, um, cross souls and you do spiritual clearings. You do, I mean, you, you have a yes. you have an arsenal of tools. Yes. So I've had, um, uh, one student that I mentored at this time. Mm-hmm. Eventually I will, my plan is to travel around the world to mm-hmm. educate people and perhaps do some healing if they need it. Uh, but yes, we do different types of, of things like that. Cause it sounds like you also do like medical intuition. Yes. Uh, yeah. I didn't even know I had that in me until my mentor, the psychic, mm-hmm. um, mentioned that to me, that that is something that it's going to open up yeah. with my abilities. I can just read somebody. I, I look at their body and I can pretty much focus and I have a vision of where their pain is. And a lot of times what happens, people don't realize that the pain is stemmed more emotionally speaking. Mm-hmm. And that's what happens. Uh, and a lot of times they don't realize that that's where it's coming from. Yeah. Wow. That, that's, I love how visual you are. Like it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's really nice to hear like the, 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 the beautiful picture that go- comes along with the healing. Like it's, yes, it's, it's so yes. interesting. Um, so let's talk about your business, the Mayan okay. Spirit, which you can locate that online, mayanspirit.org. That's an impressive endeavor. Can you walk us through the vision and offerings of your business and how it aligns with your mission to help people along their spiritual journeys? One of the things uh, that I, um, one of the reasons I named my company Mayan Spirit mm-hmm. is, and I didn't know this firsthand, when it's, when you uh, have a Mayan spirit, you have a connection through a Mm -hmm. guide or an animal. And so my connection is my grandfather. So I had opened this business to help people and uh, receive that uh, spiritual guidance. Mm -hmm. And so it, it, you know, when I look it up now, what Mayan spirit is, it actually defines exactly what falls under what I'm trying to what I've been doing with my grandfather, which is have that spiritual connection. Mm. And that enables me to have that healing part of, you know, for, for people. Yeah. That's beautiful. Thank you. And you offer, um, tell us a little bit about the services that you offer for clients that are seeking you out. I will do uh, spiritual cleansings. Mm-hmm. Um, I have the ability to, a person can give, write, give me a name. Mm-hmm. I will write it down. And I can pick up their energy and explain what kind of person that is. Uh, and so, for, for example, if that person is trustworthy, I had one person ask me, well, you know, I'm involved with this person. Mm-hmm. And she really didn't really need to mention his name at all. 
you know, that's another ability that I have that I mm-hmm. can pretty much see. I pick, pick up the person's energy yeah. pretty much. And so I've had experience with spiritual attachments and I can cross spirits. I've uh, actually done that as well. Yeah. Um, but yes, it's, it's, it's a variety of, of things that I can possibly help with. That is amazing. So your book again, Validation of a Healer, if anyone is interested in picking up a copy of that book, where can they pick it up at? It's on Amazon. Okay. Amazon. Yes. And the, yes. And the, uh, Amazon linked is on myinspirit.org. Okay. And so there's a book trailer of the story that I mentioned earlier about the three light rays of light. That's why I chose that book trailer the way that it is. And it's very, um, I connect so much with that. So yes, I'll make sure to hook, I'll link that spiritual trailer when I post the interview. So let me ask you one more question. So for anyone that's going through like they're looking for, you know, a higher calling or they're, they're maybe they're feeling overwhelmed or confused on their spiritual journey and they're looking for guidance. What is a piece of advice that you can give to somebody who's newer to the spiritual path? One of the things that I do is I um, have, uh, I, I take a hot bath with in Rue. Rue is a spiritual herb for mm. removing negativity. I do cleansings on myself. I mm. will use my the, my holy stick, or I will use sage. Uh, most importantly, you must quiet the mind. Mm. There, the you have an opportunity to receive a spiritual message, and when the mind chatters, it's very hard to connect with spirit. And so, you have to be dis- disciplined with that, and as well as create boundaries for spirits, because if you don't create boundaries you will literally have an open door for all of them, which I literally did have that at one point, all of them were around me because they were confused and they were scared and they knew that I could possibly help them. So what I did is I created a white light from the heavens and I uh, called two angels to help them and guide them up to the heavens. A lot of them, you know, like I said before, they're pretty much lost, but more importantly, quieting the mind, setting boundaries meditating. And to me, as a child, I didn't know that I was doing this. You can touch a tree and, and actually receive the energy from the tree because it's a grounded, it's, it's a grounded uh, tree. Mm-hmm. And so I used to do that as a child, but I also do that as an adult. And showing gratitude is more important in, in this line of work. 100% agree with you. That was beautiful advice. Melissa, I want to thank you so much for coming on the Spiritual Spotlight series. You are a wealth of knowledge, and thank you so much for sharing your story. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope that you found the episode to be enlightening and insightful. Our goal is to create content that not only entertains, but also helps you grow spiritually and connect with your inner self. If you enjoyed listening to this episode, we would greatly appreciate if you could take a moment to like, subscribe, and write review. Your feedback is incredibly valuable to us and helps us to improve the quality of our content and to reach a wider audience. We believe that by sharing knowledge and insights about spirituality, we can help inspire positive change and personal growth. So if you found our podcast to be meaningful and informative, we encourage you to share it with your friends and family. Thank you once again for your support and for joining us on this journey of self-discovery and spiritual growth. We look forward to sharing more episodes with you in the future.